Today's podcast is brought to you by Auto Armor, Central Mississippi's premier automotive detail and ceramic coating shop. Located at 4394 Mangum Drive in Flowood, Mississippi. You can check them out online at AutoArmorMS.com and on social media at AutoArmorMS. That's A-U-T-O-A-R-M-O-U-R-M-S. Located right there in Flowood, Mississippi behind Merritt Health Hospital. See you soon at Auto Armor in Flowood. Folks, we're back. And it is Tuesday. Glad to be back here. In the studios again today. Folks, this is your host. Who? It's Radio Strongly. I don't think it's here. I think it's merely a promise you made that you're not keeping. Look, something's got to be did. Every week I have to wrestle with the management up here to get another list here in my folder. And uh, uh, so he's on his way out. He's on his way to get it, my producer, who, again, I don't know what he does during the day. It clearly is not work. Certainly not show prep. Uh, he won't get weighted down with that type of activities. But he's got every known liquid known to mankind in various bottles. And, folks, here's the thing about my producer and his uh, drinking habits. Not to suggest that it's all of uh, alcohol in nature or anything that would lead to his inebriation. Uh, but everything he drinks is in a bottle that's painted. Or, I mean, you just don't see any clear glass over there with this guy. Well, you can just look in there and say, oh, okay, that's water. Well, that's that. No, no, not not with him. And, uh, of course, you know, we did have that bout earlier on when we first started working together. Uh, I was shocked to learn when I came in here one day, and he was sober. I didn't know what was wrong with him because here before all the time, he'd been coming here just flat out drunk. But because uh, uh, he has been able to uh, uh, handle his liquor over the years, no one knew. At least I didn't. I was the last to know. Then he came in here one day because I guess the checks were late getting in for him and uh, he couldn't make it to the medicine store. He came in here sober. Oh, he was an irritable guy. He was he was hard to live with for a couple of hours. I thought I was going to have the pistol whooping. But uh, uh, finally, uh, uh, I figured out what was wrong with him because I know he started getting closer and closer. He smelled the alcohol in my cologne and it was drawing <laughs> him like flies. <laughs> it was like a gnat. But anyway, uh, he has since the recovered, thanks to Mercy House Adult Teen Challenge. He's gotten his life back together. He's on the straight He's actually lost about 40, 50 pounds. He looks taller, slimmer. He looks like he was when he graduated from high school. And uh, uh, so he's feeling a lot better now, feeling his oats. And uh, we, we commend him on his uh, excursion to healthiness. And uh, a matter of fact, speaking of that, I, I've got to lose five pounds now, folks. I went to the, my endocrinologist today, Ms. Dr. Ben Seal. And uh, um, and of course, I know what it is. They they've been plowing me with these little chocolate bars up here. And uh, uh, so I got to cut out the chocolate bars. And I have uh, been drinking a few few more sprites more normal than normal. So I've got to cut back on the sprites and the chocolate bars and things should fall back on in place. But anyway, I mean, uh, uh, the numbers were good otherwise. And just got to be mindful of that because the scale at uh, at St. Dominic's where I go to work out. Uh, it's reading 195, and the scale in the doctor's office was reading 200. So, you know, you can't trust these scales. I go with the lower number, and if you got to go with one, you might as well go with the one. And I thought 195 was good. I'm feeling good, you know. My suits are still a couple sizes too small, so I don't know. I guess it's all solid muscle now since I've been working out. I now have the body of a, a Greek god, uh, so I just got to be mindful of that. Just, just keep on keeping on. Got to get more cardio in, and at CrossFit Fondren, where I, I do my CrossFit at, as the wa- weather warms up, we do more running. So 
Uh, they're going to get this uh, this flub off me here in due time. And I want to encourage those of you who are uh, looking for a place to do CrossFit, come on over to CrossFit Fondren, uh, the good guys over there. I really enjoyed it. And let's face it, folks, some of you need that motivation to make you do what you're going to do. Remember, if you do three hours a week, which is what I do, I go three days a week. You can go every day if you want. Uh, let's not get crazy. But uh, you do three hours. Let's just say there's 170-some hours in a week, and you do three hours and giving you that 45 minutes to an hour worth of cardio and working out a week, then you got other 169 hours of the week that you can just kind of do whatever it is you want to do. So it's a good trade-off. And you definitely feel better than, oh, man, I would sit on the couch all day long, sit at the computer. And uh, it's, it's just you got to commit to it. And uh, and when you're doing CrossFit, you do what you can. You don't necessarily have to do everything. I think it's going to be over here. Let's see. Uh, okay, that's it right there. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to do everything that they have on the board there. Uh, you do what you can, and then you'll slowly build up to it. So just give it some consideration. I would encourage everybody to do it. And, you know, like I was telling you the other day, the only reason why I do it, I got to be able to do at least a 40-yard sprint in case somebody, you know, uh, want to cost a brother and I need to break out running. I, I normally I try to keep my witnessing tool with me, uh, so I ain't going to run too far. I ain't going to run too long, but if I, if I have to, I want to be able to get a good sprint in there. And because uh, most of these folks can't run anyway. I mean, you know, they just you get old and e- even these young folks, they can't run with their pants hanging down, but they will shoot you. But anyway, folks, let's get back to the real deal. Holyfield is an open forum here today. This is your host, Radio Strongman. He's in the house and we're going to be talking about a number of things. Folks, I mentioned to you on yesterday the way this thing's going. The plans that the New World Order folks, the Reset folks, the World Economic Council, by the way, Justin Trudeau is a graduate of the World Economic uh, Council's uh, first class in world leadership. They've been training these people to go back, come out and uh, take over the world, become presidents, senators, governors, and all this kind of crap throughout the world. Justin Trudeau was one of the first graduates of the first class. He and uh, Angela Merkel there in Germany. So what you see Justin Trudeau doing there in Canada, he's being dictated to by the uh, globalists, the World Economic Council, whatever you want to call them. And uh, his plans are going to fail. And let me just reiterate this, folks. You know, two years ago when they rolled out the COVID corona scam, Oh, their plans were airtight. Oh, they were just checking off. We did this. We did this. We got Fauci out there. We got Trump on board. Trump believes Fauci, Fauci, yada, yada, yada. Oh, they were just checking off. Oh, we got this. Folks, you can't even, even with a supercomputer, quantum computer, daisy chained together, you cannot shoot the calculus on what it's going to take to subjugate all of mankind. The devil thinks he can. And he, again, go talk to his minions, his minions, his stuntmen, the governors and the bureaucrats who will help carrying out this scam of COVID and all this other uh, medical emergency crap that they're doing. And he's convinced them that it can be done. And now they're all out there on front street. What Justin Trudeau is going to do up there in Canada is going to unleash the world on the globalists. Write this in blood. Our government is now terrified. But th- listen, folks, you got being terrified don't mean they won't fight. Because right now they're going to be fighting for their lives, literally. Now, Justin Trudeau 
has declared a state of emergency, a War Powers Act there in Canada, never before used against the Canadian people by any of their prime ministers, ever. There was a, uh, 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 like a, a second tier emergency order that was uh, enacted back in the 70s when the uh, terrorist group was trying to break away from, uh, trying to get Quebec to break away from Canada and become its own nation, and yada, yada, yada. And uh, they declared a, an emergency then and dealt with that terrorist threat. But what Justin Trudeau was doing, folks, did you see the, the videos? of? The, I mean, these protesters, I mean, they got jump houses out there for the kids. They are not a threat. Now you got the uh, uh, false flag operation being conducted by the government, planting guns in the camps. It's the same thing they did with the Tea Party, planting all those folks with the Confederate flags amongst the Tea Party folks and yada, 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 and then say, see, well, they're doing this to the protesters up there in Canada. And they're using that as justification to come in with the goons. All, folks, it's like stepping on mercury. You know mercury that used to be in the old thermometers back when you went to elementary school? Back then, people used to play with it. But nowadays, you know, it's a, a no-no. But anyway, <clears throat> you step on that mercury, all you do is disperse it. You don't destroy it. You just get mercury everywhere. And more things are contaminated. That's what they're going to do. When the world sees these people being uh, uh, put up on and shot down, it's going to change the whole calculation, not just in Canada, but across the world, even here in the good old U.S. of A. It's going to spill over here. That's why Homeland Security and the FBI and all the other folks are gearing up. Because as I told you on yesterday, the 5G network is not uh, coming off the way they had planned it. Remember, the, remember they had their plans down. Oh, they had tested them. They had their plans down pat and yada, 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 yada. And now they can't maintain the timeline. And then you had the shoe dropping about Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, Eric Holder, and the Obama Justice Department and uh, intelligence agencies set out to destroy Donald Trump. Even as president, they continued in their traitorous activities. And it's just a matter of time before... They will be held account. So you got a lot of people with levers of power within their grasp that if they go down, folks, they're going to take as many down as many folks down with them as possible. If they have to take America down, they'll do it. We're in some perilous times right now. And all of us are going to have to decide whom we're going to serve. Because I'm going to be honest with you, there are no safe areas. If you say, I'm going to roll with the government, I'm going to go, I'm going to roll with the establishment. They won't have long, folks. They have broken the country financially. Money's gone. And when you add in it the crisis of a potential civil unrest, the tearing of the fabric of our society, Hoss, it doesn't get any better. Money goes where it feels comfortable. If money no longer feels comfortable here in America, there's going to be a whole lot of things unraveling. This is why I'm telling you now, the Second Amendment now more than ever. We patriots have been trying to tell you that. Hmm. Uh, we, we patriots have been trying to tell you that we're jumping rope on a razor blade here. And many of you bought into the 
media narrative that President Trump was a traitor, he was a Russian. Okay, so now what do you do with that information now that you know it's not true? See, this is, I said this a long time ago about Donald J. Trump, the 45th president of these United States, who, by the way, was a real president. That Donald Trump represented a mirror to all of society. And people looked into that mirror and didn't like what they were seeing and lashed out. And just as the mirror reflected that, It was they who they were lashing out at. Time is bearing witness to that. Now, those people who dropped salt on Donald J. Trump, who roundly accused him at every turn, who lied on him, and many of you who bought the lies, now you have to look in that same mirror and ask yourself Am I really a follower of Christ? Do I really believe in liberties and freedom like I say I do? The question is no. We haven't heard one of those. Speaking of that, let me digress. Last night I was at the uh, grocery store there in Ridgeland. Uh, What's that? Max. And one of my listeners who I'd never met before, but he has called in here. Of course, he got he got suspended along with the rest of the loons back in the day after they became election fraud deniers i met dark mike from madison he came up he said you don't know me he said but i'm dark mike from madison i was glad 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 to meet the young man good guy he's living the dream i think he's pushing a big 550 uh uh sel or whatever whatever 550 is anyway but he he, he's a uh seems like a solid guy and just wrong as apartheid on most of his politics but he seemed like a solid guy and uh, uh, we had a good chat there. And uh, I asked him if he knew Here's the Thing John. He said, no, he had never met him, but other than on the radio. So uh, here's the thing, guys. I'm going to extend to you an opportunity to get back in the good graces of the Kim Wade show. But you have to first, when you call in, bow down and kiss the ring of Donald J. Trump and say, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy to even other this man's name. And we apologize for being wrong and calling Donald J. Trump all those things and accusing him of all those things. You have to apologize and you have to bear witness that, in fact, the election was stolen. You do those things. You're welcome to call the Kim Wade show again. That includes you. Here's the thing, John. But you got to bow down, son. You got to kiss the ring. Otherwise, you're in permanent exile until hell freezes over. Our number 601-879-0002. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Impan is strong with this one. <laughs> the Impan is strong with this one. <laughs> All right, folks, we're back. And it is Tuesday. Hey, I want to remind you, you need to go ahead and get that lawn care equipment over to Frederick Sales and Service and Brandon and get it serviced, get it ready for the springtime, because springtime is coming. Lord says the same. So for the last 25, 30 years, they've been making... Sure that you're ready to go when when the grass starts to grow on and the leaves have fallen and you need to get started. Well, they're the ones. And while you're over there, if you need a new zero-turn lawnmower, if you're going to a zero-turn for the first time, go with Xmark. You'll always be happy with it because, number one, lawn care professionals two-to-one prefer Xmark. 
in Central Mississippi's X Mark dealer is Frederick Sales and Service. Check them out online, FrederickSalesandService.com. And、uh, they also have special financing for the zero turn with 0% financing for those who qualify. So we just encourage you to check it out. The great offerings at Frederick Sales and Service, located 1006 Old Highway 471 in downtown Brandon, Mississippi, right by the railroad tracks. As they would say, come on down. All right, on the line with us, our good friend from Mobile, Alabama. Hey, Bob. Yeah, yeah like you said about the,、uh, Justin Trudeau. Yeah, it makes total sense. It's just no coincidence with these people. They're all part of the same cliques,、mm-hmm. all a part of the same groups. Straight from back far enough, you run into the same circle. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, uh, and see, the thing what got, what got me about uh, uh, Trudeau's speech now, here they were more than willing to shut down their livelihood, the ability of people to eat, the people to travel and do all those different things when it came to their COVID mandates. But now they're saying, oh, those items are too important to the public, sec- to, to the,、uh, to the public if you will. And now they want to threaten force if anybody causes that to happen where commerce is shut down, people are not able to eat. And,、oh, but, but that's what they were protesting the fact that you were getting ready to do that. No, exactly. Th- these people here,、uh, this, this Trudeau, these, these folks are they're playing with fire. And you notice how when people on the right protest,、uh, you know, and especially in mass,、mm-hmm. be it the Tea Party and they want their taxes lowered. Or with, if, with, these, with, the, or with the abortion act, people don't want abortion ended. There's nothing vague like Black Lives Matter.、Uh, we want the end of oppression. We want the end of brutality. Okay, what specifically does that mean? Right.、Uh, we want the end of racism. Okay, and, and the evidence for that will be what exactly? Right. Or with climate change. Okay,、uh, what do you want? To, you want us to stop producing CO2, you know, to crash the economy and. What, how do we know that we've achieved whatever the goal you want?、Uh, how can we actually measure that?、Uh, we, just want, we want the missions lower.、Uh, what number? What, what quantity? Quantify it? Tell me what it is. Now, that's always vague, a vague boogeyman that never gets solved, so it requires big government forever.、Mm-hmm. These truckers, again, they want in the end to your mandate. You take them to put them back to where they were before you, before all this, and they're fine. They leave. You know specifically what they want. It's not vague. It's not in the brutality and in the racism.、Uh, specifically, what? No. They know how these lives used to be before the mandate, and they want it back to that. That's right. Specific. They, right. You know what they want. That's right. That's right. And, 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 and that's, like I said, the height of arrogance was for Trudeau to say what he said. Here, he's more than willing and f e e l like he has the authority and don't have to talk to anyone who's affected by his policies, and yet he w a n t to come out and tell people. Uh, what they're going to do. He has no problems breaking the law and making sure you follow the law, and he has no problems ignoring the Constitution and making sure the Constitution doesn't benefit you. Man, these people can pound sin. Look, we might, like I've been saying, we might as well have this fight. I don't want it, but we may as well have it because they're hell bent on destroying or having their way. I just say, well, you know what you're going to have is a hard time. You're going to have a bad day, and let's make it happen. And again, it's amazing how when they're beating up on the heads of the people on the right or Christian folks, all of a sudden we all get treated the same. You don't hear about police brutality.、Mm-hmm. And you don't care. It don't matter if you're black or white. Color won't matter then.、Right. When they're beating up on the right. If you're a part of the right and, and Christian folks, this is just、mm-hmm. setting up the, how it's going to be for all of us who they call the name of Christ. 
So you better you better start recognizing what's happening now. But now, all of a sudden, you don't hear about police brutality. That's right. Or people or or uh, manhandling people or people's civil rights in the media. You don't hear about it. And you certainly didn't hear. You didn't hear about the Department of Justice stepping in and say we need to investigate what happened to those two white ladies that were killed on January 6th by black police officers in the D.C., one by the Capitol exactly. Police and one by the D.C. Police. Oh, Mary Garland's not interested in that. This, this, this government is showing you at every turn that you don't count. And the only way you can make yourself count is that you got to let them know you count in no uncertain terms, whatever that takes, whatever it takes for them to get that learning curve uh, uh, where, they, where they can understand. But aside from that, these people are going to continue to push up because they think they own the world. They're bullies. Yeah, a law-abiding citizen like the leg in, uh, like the people that are protesters in Canada. No, they don't care what happens to them. They don't care how much the cop realize them. But let a, a law-breaking thug <laughs> like uh, George Floyd get out there mm-hmm. and the, the cops man rough-handle him. All of a sudden, he's a, he's a, a paragon of virtue. <laughs> and, and we need to change the entire Western civilization because of what happened to George Floyd. That's right. And all these uh, corporations got to have uh, diversity officers and all that junk because of what happened to one person. Mm-hmm. You're right. Right on the money. This is what I'm saying, folks. This is why I keep encouraging people, particularly white Caucasians, just to fold your arms and button your purse. If you would do that, I mean, you don't have to respond. You don't have to say anything. Just fold your arms, ignore all the noise, and button your purse. Half of this crap would collapse, and then it would leave the rest, those who are holding the money, those who have been selling everybody out, the Benny Thompsons of the world, the Black Caucus, and all these other con artists and politicians, the rhinos and everybody else. When people realize, well, these guys sitting on a stack of money, they ain't sharing. They say they were down with us and for us, but they see that I'm hungry and I can't eat. Uh, then they're going to start turning their ire on these individuals. Like I said, if we do this for about a year's time, we could collapse the other side because they don't have anything other than the fact that we are subsidizing all the abstractions that they have in their damn mind about when we overcome, when we come together as a race. That crap ain't happening. What you need to do is get off your butt, pull your own weight, and a whole lot of your problems goes away. Yeah, all the real oppression that is taking place right now, they can be physically, visibly seen. Like you said, the black clergy. Don't pay no attention to it. Okay, <laughs> now I can really see these people forcing me to take a shot I don't want to take. Right. They're, they're actually trying to oppress me. They've talked about plans of what to do to me if I don't take the shot. Actual oppression. That I can, okay, it ain't my imagination or, or abstract. I can go turn on a, a, a YouTube channel and find what these people are actually talking about doing these things. Whereas with Trump and, and the white supremacy, it's all the code words out there. Mm-hmm. These folks aren't speaking in code <laughs> what they're they going to do to us. Yes, no, no right. code. It's straight up, I'm, we're going to do this. And Trudeau is taking away those people's uh, money, even down to the Bitcoin level. Yeah. They don't even want them to have that. And they haven't burnt one building. They've hardly, even for people to hardly even, they haven't even littered what the flip. But, but Black Lives Matter can burn down buildings, threaten cops. Uh, Genoka, Genosha, Wisconsin, uh, what do they think about Black Lives? Who would who they have where they have protests right now? The truckers in, uh, in Canada or Black Lives Matter? How would their city have looked after the truckers got done with them? Hey Amen, brother. Hey Amen. You nailed it. You literally nailed it. And see, this is what I'm saying, folks. <clears throat> the governments of the world are turning against the law abiding. And this is what the question I ask to the people who work for these alphabet agencies. 
What are you willing to turn this country? Who are you willing to turn this country over to? These folks who are escaping their own country because they're crap holes coming over here. They couldn't get their own country together. And you want to turn our country over to them on behalf of the Chris Rays and the Barack Obamas and the Joe Biden. What is wrong with you? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It, it, Mike Trump was on uh, Glenn Beck this morning. I have to listen to him. Mm-hmm. And Glenn Beck asked Trump about the uh, the Great Reset. And, you know, and Trump was like, he, he just can't figure why they want to destroy this country. He, he just can't. It just doesn't add up why they want to do it. And, and 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 not only that, the question that those who would join with them to destroy, what is it you're going to replace it with? Whether you know it or not, un, un, unless you just like the excitement and the smell of uh, buildings burning in the air, uh, you're going to starve. This is what I'm trying to get the black community to understand. Do, do, do you know what's on the other side of what you're trying to do, what you've been voting uh, in over you? You're not going to get your reparations. It's going to be worse off than you could ever imagine. And then you're going to be at the bottom of the pile because, number one, nobody respects the black vote or the black community by the way we play our politics. It's just whining, complaining, and not being productive. Man, ain't nobody got time for that. Even other blacks from other parts of the world don't want anything to do with this foolishness. Oh, yeah, I've, I've heard them, and you're absolutely right. All right, man. Great talking with Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Let's take a All right, folks, we're back. Hey, now is the time to visit Guns and Gear there in Gluckstadt on Yandale Road and uh, Highway 51. Stop by there today. You're looking for ammo. You're looking for gun, gun services. Got questions, ans- uh, need answering regarding weapons, firearm, guns, uh, the accessories that go on at Guns and Gear is your first stop. Check them out on the web, gunsandgearms.com. They're there for you if you're the weekend clinker or if you're a competitive shooter, survivalist, or an active hunter. Folks, they can help with, help with all your hunting needs, competitive shooting needs, and uh, any of your ammo, firearms, accessory questions. Gunsandgearms.com. Let's go to Brant. Mr. B, how goes it, sir? What's going on, my brother? How you doing? It's a great day to be an American. Absolutely. I was just calling to see if we were really about to go to war with Russia over... Hunter Biden's laptop. <laughs> Is that really what it boils down to? That, along with the fact that Joe Biden's approval ratings bumping around the uh, low 40s, high 30s, uh, the Democrats are in disarray. They've been a complete failure. Uh, the country hates them, as they should, because they destroyed. They got gas up uh, almost $2 since uh, uh, Joe Biden was elected. And things aren't going to get any better because they continue to do everything that hurts America and exalts and benefits everybody else in the world. No, they're going to war. Absolutely. This is what blows my mind, brother. I get the Democrats are for the quote-unquote poor, whatever. They're they're, they're for making people poor, yes. Right, but that doesn't mean you have to stay that way. Yeah, if you continue to vote Democrat, pretty much it does. But, yeah, go ahead. You know, I mean— People today still don't believe that the Republicans were the ones who freed the slaves. Not one Democrat voted for it. Not one. But who gets all the votes from a certain group of people today? I find that ironic. Yeah, well, the, the Democrats, they are the party of Satan. Who Who is the great deceiver? Satan. And they deceive uh, people, in this case, in the case of black Democrats, they're, they're deceiving people who choose to be deceived. 
because the information is out there just as you found to know the truth. They're not interested in the truth, just as they found out the truth about Donald Trump being set up and being uh, uh, put upon by the government. The same government that put up on black people, yet black people are rejoicing in this man's pain. Can you imagine, not to interrupt you, but could you imagine uh, who did Barack run against when he ran for president? He, well, what do you mean in the primary? But whoever it was, I can't think right this second, but could you imagine? John McCain, yeah. Fine on, on uh, Barack Obama's candidacy. Could you imagine the outcry and the. And the, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. Could you imagine that? Right. right. And see, that's the whole thing. Barack Obama is behind Hillary Clinton's using the uh, uh, the intelligence agency to do what she did. Barack Obama is like the guy who you hire at Party City to work, and you say, "Hey, man, you can get as many hours as you want, make as much money as you can." And rather than work the extra hour, he comes back and robs the place and kills the guy who gave him the job. That's what Barack Obama did. He came back and robbed America. He robbed the store through Hillary Clinton. And that's what. And here's the thing. He was set up. He had a chance to, to really do all those things he was saying. Make change. Uh, people can get along. But he really sold us on that and then turned around and did the Potomac two-step on us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Barack, Barack is for nobody but Barack. He's the typical a politician. He's the typical black leader. They deliver absolutely nothing. You know what else they did? You know what else Barack did? Never had a job in a day in his life. That's right. He, a matter of fact, he was he he was he got stranded out in Los Angeles. This is shortly before he decided to run for president. Got stranded out in Los Angeles. He had ran out of cash and couldn't get back to Chicago. And uh, he basically had to you know call in some some favors to get. The point was it wasn't like he had all this wealth to draw on. This guy was made. Uh, by some people, and he took advantage of it, and they ran him, uh, and the rest is history, as they say. But here's the thing. Barack Obama, Jesse Jackson didn't say a word for eight years while Barack was president. And, you know, that was the thing that Jesse supposedly was working for, to see the first black president, yada, yada, yada. Eric Holder got Jesse Jackson's file folder showing that he was a confidential informant, showed Jesse that and said, Jesse, if you say one damn word, and to make sure that you understand we mean business, we're going to put your son in jail. They put Jesse Jr. in jail, and Jesse Sr. sat quiet. He didn't even write a book. He didn't do anything to bring attention to himself under Barack Obama because Eric Nam told him. And Eric, Jesse, Barack, Al Sharpton didn't deliver anything to the black people. Al Sharpton was the confidential informant. He, he read it on some guys named Jeff Fort back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about Jeff Fort, but uh, uh, Jesse probably did. Jesse Jesse got uh, Fred Hampton killed. I don't I don't doubt that for one second. Mm-hmm. But, Not for one second. And how come, how come he never did a reach out thing? I forgot who was president at the time. But some of our soldiers got took, and instead of us negotiating to get them back, he did it. The Rainbow Coalition. You remember that? Yeah, he went and got the guy back from Syria, the black pilot that got shot down over Syria, and he went and got him out uh, yeah, I on knew the strength. He never did none of that when they were doing pulling out our guys in a matter of days out of Afghanistan. Like you said, quiet as a church mouth. Folks, the game is the game. This is what, and this this is why I'm telling black folks we're in a very precarious position. 
We played the game. We've been throwing these bricks up against the backboard, saying that the referee is against us and all this other foolishness. When in fact, we just don't know how to play the game. We're not good at it. We won't admit it to ourselves. Everybody else knows it and taking advantage of it. But when things hit the fan, black folks are going to find out we ain't got no friends because we done ticked everybody off. We killed, all, <laughs> we, we killed and abused all the Asians we can get our hands on. People oh, ain't done anything to us. That was another thing I was going to bring up. Uh, I don't know if you're a Ben Shapiro and all those Candace Owens guys, but I listen to some of the stuff they say, and it's fascinating. Charlie Kirk was saying that back in World War II, uh, uh, Oriental people were put into concentration camps, all right? They were the most, I don't know, like exploited people in America at the time. But now they didn't complain. They, they proverbial nose to the grindstone. And now they're some of the richest people per capita in America. Yep, that is. In America, oh, they didn't. They didn't get no handout. They didn't want none of that. They got educated and they moved up the ladder and then became a powerful economic force in this country. Yeah, they did. They did what Booker T. Washington encouraged us to do, but we went with the uh, uh, the white boy, Uncle Tom, uh, W. E. B. Du Bois, who was working for white folks at that time. But anyway, we got Derek. Want to ask you a question? Hey, no, no, no. I just wanted to correct y'all real quick. Those were the three soldiers in, in, during the. Um, ethnic Albania thing and the, the Kosovo war that Jesse Jackson went over there and got. Oh, okay. Um, but, you know, I never understood how he didn't get in trouble for that because he went on his own fruition outside the government and there was some, allegedly, some words exchanged between him and Bill Clinton. Security. How do you bypass that? I mean, there's people that are in high places that won't even let you out of the country to go do stuff like that. Yet he didn't even ask the president. He just showed up on his own dime and got those. I mean, I'm happy for the guy that got out. But how does that yeah. work? Yeah, it was three soldiers that got captured, and Jesse went over there, and he said that the guy just wanted to talk. And he's like, man, how can? How did you get away with negotiating with a ter- somebody that the uh, world courts was treating as a terrorist, committing genocide, you know, cleansing the ethnic Albanians, and you're going to go over there on your own fruition and do that? And nobody bats an eye. You know, allegedly Clinton was was was, you know, was pissed about that. But his handlers didn't allow him to go after Jesse because, you know, it was it was they had they had a lot of dirt on Bill Clinton. But if people didn't pay attention to that, I don't know what else. You know, I don't know. I you know, we just sleep. How was he able to go over there during a war zone, and do that? Well, there's all kinds of justice in this world, son. That's what you got to understand. Like I always told you this. Appreciate California you, justice, everywhere else justice, and then Southern justice. <laughs> Grant, I appreciate you, my friend. Thank you now. All right. Y'all have a good one. All right. Have a good one. All right. Folks, listen. At the end of the day, this is what is at stake here with the powers that be, the globalists, or whoever heck you want to, whatever you want to call them. Our founding fathers set up a dang good system, dog. I mean, it's, it works, but it's a work. It's a system that's for honorable people. What Barack Obama did when he got into the Oval Office and looked around at all the power that was at his feet. What he saw, what he sensed, what he realized is not something that all the other people who sat there before him didn't realize. But what Barack Obama lacked was the decency not to act on his impulses to be a tyrant. 
rather than being thankful for being blessed with the opportunity to serve the people of America and enjoy the best America has to offer, as he's doing right now. He set about trying to weaken America at every turn. He and Eric Holder, the blackest of the black. The thing about Eric Holder, Eric Holder's family has a history of being deeply involved in the abortion issue, killing people. Where are all those honorable blacks who we would hope to have gotten into the seats of power, men and women with integrity, who we could depend that there'd just be certain things they wouldn't do, but we get these laboratory mice-type Negroes who will do anything. I mean, they would do acts that would make a laboratory mice gag. It's not funny. It's not cute. This whole notion that you're going to be able to do, for instance, what you've done to Donald Trump on behalf of a third party, the third party who, by the way, was the one that gave you, us, we, black people, all that damn grief our entire time in this country. And you laugh as Donald Trump twisted in the, in the wind under the weight of all their abuse. And you laughed and giggled and joined in. You're no different than those people in the, in the uh, crowd scene of those pictures of blacks hanging from the trees. Black people doing the same thing today. All those black uh, prosecutors going after Donald Trump, you just like those white Democrats in those pictures with those glassy, glassy, steery eyes looking back at you in those photos while the black man laying is hanging from that tree or being burned on the tree stump. You are the same mentality. You're not better. Your blackness doesn't make you better. Your professed blackness doesn't make you better. And to the black women out there in those prosecutorial roles like that, Miles Monroe did a, a, a good sermon on that one time. And he would just point out the fact that, and he, I, I never, I'll never forget this, he stood uh, a couple up and their child, husband, wife, and a child. And he showed that, and he, he, one in front of the other, husband, wife, and child. And he showed this is what the devil does. He's going to go after that woman. He's going to maneuver, maneuver that man out so he can put things in that woman's mind. See, he ain't got to kill the man. He just got to poison the mind of the woman. That's what Stacey Abrams did to the black community when she set that election up to be stolen because she was mad because she lost the governor's race. Let's take a break. All right, folks, the final few minutes up the first hour of the Kim Wade Show. Hey, I want to remind you, Home Care Plus, I want to encourage you, if you have problems with your lifestyle being crept simply because uh, you have to carry around the oxygen tank on the little rolling wheels and all that, well, they've got a more portable one. It's called the Precision Medical Live Action 5 Portable Oxygen Concentrator. Folks, it supports that active lifestyle that you desire. It's lightweight and can be worn comfortably on the shoulder and runs off a rechargeable lithium battery. Uh, the Precision Medical Live 5 Action Concentrator, oxygen concentrator, produces the highest concentration of oxygen purity possible. Plus, it has a five-year warranty. Check it all out there at Home Care Plus, 864 Wilson Drive in Ridgeland. And uh, you can call over there and get more information, 601-957-9174. And as I've always reminded you, if you have not been to Home Care Plus, put this on your to-do list this year to visit the showroom over there and browse the showroom, whether you're one who's a caregiver or someone who needs care, somebody who's rehabbing, or someone who's just getting a little long in the tooth like Radio Strongman, you need to check out the products they have over there. They have great, great service and products for medical equipment and for pharmaceutical needs. They have two pharmacists on staff. 
They have everything you need. They take all the TRICARE, Medicare, daycare, you care. They have it all, and they'll receive you quite well. Call over there if you have questions before you get there. 957. This is Clay Edwards with Auto Armor in Flowood, Mississippi. Auto Armor is the area's premier automotive detailing and ceramic coating shop. Auto Armor exclusively uses System X ceramics, and we're also an authorized installer of System X products. System X ceramics comes with a lifetime guarantee and goes onto your vehicle's Carfax report to potentially add increased resale value to your vehicle when you trade it in or sell it. Take advantage of our grand opening specials right now. We're offering System X ceramic coatings starting as low as $4.99 for cars and only $7.49 for trucks and large SUVs. We also offer headlight restoration, rim polishing, and paint correction. We're located right behind Merritt Health Hospital in Flowood at 4394 Mangum Drive. And of course, we're online at AutoArmorMS.com and on Facebook and Instagram at AutoArmorMS. That's A-U-T-O-A-R-M-O-U-R-M-S. Enjoy the rest of this podcast and we hope to see you soon at Auto Armor in Flowood. Oh, 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 <laughs> all right, folks, we're back. All right, we're back. Uh, let's go to the phones here. We got Jack on the line. Yes, sir, Jackson. Hey, Kim. Hey. Um, I, I pretty much am aware of uh what uh, the War Powers Act is, but would you go into a little bit more explanation about what Trudeau has just done to his country? Well, you tell me what you and, think. It, you know, you tell me what you think because Canada's War Powers Act is a little bit different, but they they're going for the same objective that if they were enacted here. But give us your first first blush impression. Martial law. Yeah. Well, essentially, you're right. That's what they got. They, they... A, lot of, a lot of people aren't aware of, you know, what that entails. And, it, you know, it can go, you know, from that country into this country with just, you know, no problem. Well, like I said, you know, I, go ahead. I believe that, uh, and you know this, that the powers that be want us to go to war because it gives them more power such as the War Powers Act, which leads to martial law. And uh, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But if you could, just kind of go into it a little bit more. All right, Jack. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. right. Well, here's the thing, folks. The medical emergency that they use to soften us up, getting getting used to having our liberties stripped from us, being raped of our privileges in this country the scam COVID scam did not go as planned they've got their rear end hanging out this thing could go either way as far as they're concerned and they don't want those kind of odds they want to be certain that they win so right now I would imagine Homeland Security is gearing up uh, all involved with this truck convoy that's going to be going to from California to D.C. And they're setting their false flag folks all in place like they did with the Michigan Governor Whitmar situation and what they did with the January 6th in order to say that we have to have martial law down here for the very same reasons. 
the same government that couldn't find anything wrong with what Black Lives Matter and Antifa was doing, burning down cities. They couldn't figure out who it was. These people will show up 100 strong, 100 strong, in black riding gear, and nobody was curious. Nobody said, hmm, let's check the uh, uh, website or the police stores where this type of uniform is bought and find out who's been buying this stuff. They, none of that. No curiosity whatsoever. But when people protest for the freedoms that the government wanted to take away from them via the uh, medical emergencies, and the people say, well, we'll just shut the thing down where nobody can eat. No, the government says, no, we just want you to be inconvenienced. We don't want anybody else but the people who we target. Folks, I'm telling you, our country is uh, it's on the verge of coming apart. And again, and, I, and I'm saying this for a very special reason. You can thank black Democrats for this. Oh, you saw the clips of those folks stealing the votes in Georgia and in, in all the places around the country. You saw them. Oh, they were laughing and giggling. Tee-hee. We got Trump out of there. Folks, these are descendants of the folks who put us on the dang boats that landed us here in slavery anyway. These are their descendants. And what the devil did, as I said in the first hour, he used the black woman. He used Stacey Abrams. Stacey is the point woman for all this. I told you they took her to, they sent for her to come to Davos and they got, and they gassed her head up. She sat in the room with all those billionaires and they told her they was going to make whatever resource she needed to make it happen. Whoever you needed to buy, we're going to make the money available. And that's what they did. And for those of you who doubt what I'm saying, the film's coming out next month from uh, uh, Dinesh DeSosa. You'll see it in black and white. But just like you don't believe that Hillary Clinton did what she did, even though John Durham said conclusively, this is what happened. Hillary's campaign paid for the operation to destabilize President Trump, uh, derail President Trump's campaign. And then when he got into office, working with the intelligence agencies, the DOJ, the FBI, the CIA, and NSA, and everybody else, to undermine the Trump presidency. And blacks are happy with this. See, now, me personally, my sense of uh, right and wrong just doesn't allow me to rejoice in that. You win fair and square? Okay, we got to deal with the consequences. That's not what happened here. And see, this is the problem that I have with black Democrats in particular. When you're out here screaming for social justice, you're out here screaming for equality and diversity, and you know you're using sleight of hand, if not outright corruption, to get where you've gotten. And that takes me back to what I've told you. Folks, I'm telling you, I'm astounded by some of the things, that the accuracy of some of the things that have come out of my mouth. Not because I'm Kim Wade, but I'm sitting here looking at the tea leaves. I look at the training and upbringing I got about right and wrong from people who, at great cost to themselves, endured the cost of their decisions, right or wrong, and passed on the consequences of the steps that you take. Like my grandmother would always say, being right don't necessarily mean you can be better off, but being right is right. And then I look at these sleight of hand, 100 black preachers, 
500 black preachers who get behind these corrupt Democrats, this corrupt government, and think that it's okay? It's chewing, just throwing out all the universal and spiritual principles that they made their living on last 20, 30, 40, 50 years. The Word of God, trafficked in it, dabbled in it. And they treat that book like it's a tawdry piece of paper. Yes, I have a problem with it. Am I trying to judge? No. I have a problem with this. But you're going to do it the way you want to do. But I am sorely disappointed where we find ourselves. And the fact that now your pride, your carnality, won't even allow you to go before your same people that you stood up there and did your little turnaround dance in the pulpit about Donald Trump being evil and America being racist, you won't even admit, hey, I got it wrong. You don't even run back to the cross and say, I got it wrong. But you want to point your bony finger of indignation at everybody else. I'm telling you, we're playing a game we're going to lose. And what we're going to find, as you have been saying down through the years, everybody hate black people. Guess what? That's going to be the one thing you, you prove yourself right about. And the reason why they hate It's going to be mainly because of you. The fact when you had a chance to, okay, we're going to set the table right. Everybody's going to move forward from here, loving in the spirit God would have us love. But nope, you want to get even. You want to put your finger on the scale. That's not what Dr. King, that's why I call you people the sons of Jesse. Because Jesse ushered in this demonic approach to life. You're going to pay a price. You're going to pay a higher price because you led your people into that. That's why I've been telling you, and I'm going to keep on saying this. I want you preachers, the 100, 500,000 black preachers that supported the Democrat Party, that supported Joe Biden, give me the sermon that justified the anger that you took the money from these politicians to engender, to kinder, to stir up amongst your listeners, your parishioners, your members, to march into those polls. Angry, fist balled up, emotional, uninformed, and willing to do the work of the devil. Do as much evil as you can in the name of the Democrat Party. And you sat back with money in your pocket that you took from these devils. After you told the Lord, I'll watch your sheep. You, you, you stood up in the pulpit and said, You were called to lead and watch the sheep. Now you done led them to a political Jonestown, and you want to tell us, or you want to believe in your own heart, there ain't going to be no consequences for it. May not. I don't know. But I wouldn't want to be in your shoes. Our number is 601-879-0002. Who do we have? We got Chris. Mr. Chris, what's up, buddy? Man. What's up? I'm... Kind of stuck on something. I'm not, I'm not going to word it right, but ain't that the people that are up there like Hillary and Biden and all the rest of them, the ones that's preaching the white privilege, that's brainwashing people when they're the ones in power to keep people in their place? Vote for me. Everybody else is against you. Yep. That is them, my friend. I mean, why are they going to go after Hillary? Like you just said and been saying, and everybody. They they went after Trump so bad because he wasn't part of the 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 swamp. 
he made his he made and did good off America. He was loved and was proud of America. Mm-hmm. He wanted everybody else to have a piece of the pie. That's right. And wanted to give back to us. And they're up there talking about we got to go over here and do this. Trump wanted to bring everything back home and get us on our feet. That's right. And he did that. We was energy efficient. Isn't and and I, I, you know, like like the Hillary thing, that just burns me to the core. Mm-hmm. And the thing about the, it that that she had the nerve to think that she could, she and Obama and Eric Holder, that they could do this to this country, as good as this country has been to them. They're living at the top of the damn pile and still, just like Bill Gates. Bill Gates go to an Alabama Ole Miss game, see 70,000 people and everybody else in there enjoying, having a good time, eating the food. He's sitting there thinking about, how can I control 70,000 people? Everybody else just enjoying the game. It's a mindset that comes straight from the pit of hell. That's it. And it's like when Hillary said, what does it matter? To, what does it matter now? It matters because people lost their lives. You was in charge. I mean, you don't think we, and that's what they try to put so much in people's heads to make them forget about the past and live for the moment. We got to live for the future, but live by what happened in the past. You you live for the future by taking care of the kids, by making decisions that's best for your kids and grandkids. This is what adults do. What's going on on the stage of life now by these so-called leaders at all level, a bunch of just selfish SOBs who won't leave the stage, who think they're so important to humankind that they got to uh, uh, be there in the Senate and the House for 70, 80 years and all this foolishness like that, rather than saying, because you know what, you think about the sacrifices your parents made. Most of us out there in this in this listening audience, many of you, your parents are lying in graves with unmarked uh, markers on them. They lived a life that produced strong kids, people of integrity, and they don't get no reward other than the fact they did their duty, they did what they had to do. But these SOBs think that they can run the world, they can determine who gets to live and die. Folks, this is what I'm saying. We need this. We need to, This is the hill we die on. We break this crap up at the door regardless of the cost right now. Not tomorrow. We're not paying it off. We're not going to import some immigrants to do the job. We Americans, beneficiaries of the birthright, of being in one of the greatest nations on, on earth ever, we're going to pay our dues. We're going to pay it forward by paying with our lives if necessary. And, and that's like the Canadian truckers. They're, not trying, they're trying to make get people to open up and look, look. They're trying to shut us down and take control. That's it. That's it. That's and it they're going to go after another with the military. Man, bring it. Bring it. Because that's, that's what it's about. It's about one world order, new world order stuff. Chris, we're up against a break, but what they're going to find out. Thanks, Kim. Thank you. Be safe and be blessed. What they're going to find out is there's going to be people in the military that's going to turn on them. The new world order, they've overplayed their hand. And those of you who are taking your paycheck, thinking that you're rolling with the winning team, you better pray to the God you serve that you are. Because as I said before, if our families are in danger, so it is. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios. Hey, I want to encourage you. You need to be on this list. Kim, what list is that? The list to have Chuck Manning, the creator of dreams, fulfilling all those aspirations and visions you have for your kitchen. Remodel for the remodeling of your home. Chuck Manning, Manning Enterprises can do just that. So get on the list to have him come out there and give you 
an estimate of what it takes to have those dreams brought to reality by one of the professionals in the business. Third generation general contractor and all around great guy, Chuck Manning, stands at the ready to help you with your remodeling work and addition needs. And it's pronounced Manning, M O E N N I N G. And their web presence is Manning Enterprises. Dot me, not dot com, but dot me, Manning Enterprises. Manning Enterprises, M O E N N I N G, Enterprises dot me. And there you can see samples of his remodeling work and testimonials. Remember, if it can be done, it can be dreamed, if it can be dreamed, rather, Manning Enterprises can make it happen. Give Chuck a call, better yet. What I would suggest you do is just text him, Chuck, give me a call when you get a minute. Because when he's on his job, he about that, he's about that life. He's a hammer swinging general contractor. So his number is 601-946-4158. 601-946-4158. All right. Folks, I didn't get to this, but uh and, and I want to thank Laurent for sending me that that passage. Uh, Matthew 7, chapter 7, 21 and uh, through 23. And it talks about leadership. Folks, I'm just saying, guys, you guys need to take this serious. It's not gonna hurt you. Matter of fact, it would do you good if you just admit, not for the sake of uh, making Kim happy or anything else. It'll cleanse your soul. Donald Trump deserves that you admit to your people that you basically preach to that this was this man was what the media was saying he was. But now you don't have to do it. But see, that tells me that you're mired in the carnality. And you think that carnality is what got you where you are. In many of y'all cases, it did. But if you're serious about your discipleship, then you can show your members. See, all y'all want to say, well, we need to have a, a, a conversation on race. We need No, you need to have a conversation on integrity with yourself. Because if your members here, you say, hey, I was wrong about Donald Trump. That'll go a long way towards race reconciliation in this country. Because, man, if your members are actually followers of what you're teaching and they see that you actually believe in forgiveness and contriteness, then they'll possibly walk more upright in that regard. But if you're going to try to whistle past the graveyard because your pride won't let you do it, brother, I understand that's human nature. My grandmother would always say, doing right isn't hard, son. It's making the decision to do right. It's where people sit up there and stroke their, stroke their chin. Because you're shooting the angles. But think about all those sermons you done preached down through the years. I've told y'all, right here from this pulpit, another Chris, right here from this pulpit, I don't care who you are, and I don't care what you say you believe, be you Kim Wade, Barack Obama or Joe Blow from Kokomo. Whatever you say you believe, you're going to get tested. Be it Chris Ray, Benny Thompson, Joe Biden, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, the disciple of Christ, whatever you say you believe, don't think you're going to get tested. Let's go to phones. We got Chris too. Hey, Chris. You're on there. I am on my way to the Richland City Hall to support Mayor McGee in his endeavors to protect the children of Richland from being subjected to straight-up view of some 
just nasty material that did not need to be on display. And I think there's a lot of misconceptions about what Mayor McGee's intentions are. Please illuminate us, sir. Yes. So there's uh, the, there's some people that are on the side of the librarian that said that Mayor McGee is out there trying to ban books. Nothing could be farther from the truth. What Mayor McGee is saying is that you, you can't have prominently displayed in the children's section adult-oriented books that uh, the parents have not approved for their children to be subjected to. All Mayor McGee is saying is that just like we don't put Playboy and Penthouse on prominent display in the library, put these books somewhere else. If someone wants to check them out, they can. Put them in an adult section, but they should not be highlighted in the children's section. Has nothing to do with First Amendment. Has nothing to do with censorship. Has nothing to do with banning books. He's merely trying to protect the children from being subjected to something that the parents think is uh, lurid and uh, uh, just adult be- adult materials. Wow, uh, you know what, Chris? I'm glad you called and brought out that point because you know what, and I had been following that story, but the places where I read about the story, it never mentioned that. No, it, it, the, uh, it, it the, the other side it. likes to mention that Mayor McGee, well, I mean, and you should see some of the emails that the mayor has shared with me, text messages and such that he's gotten from people outside the state, calling him everything from a murderer to a Nazi to wishing he would die. Mm-hmm. And all he's doing is trying to answer to his constituents. Well, not only constituents. I mean, this see, this is about right and wrong. And the proponents of the library's will, uh, desire to display this. That dishonesty in and of itself would be cause for me to pull the money. The fact that they, rather than just dealing with the honesty of the fact, okay, he's asking us not to display it in the children's section prominently, yada, yada, yada. He didn't say take it out of the library. He didn't say do And that's what has been portrayed. And see, this is what I keep saying about the evil that's in the hearts of these people. They set out to do wrong. They can't even make their argument with the accurate facts that would actually make them seem reasonable. Say, okay, well, okay, we understand what you're saying. And they could have accomplished all that, but they want this hoopla. These are crap stirrers, what they do. They stir up mess. Well, yeah, the the other thing, too, and I find it interesting, and I hope to bring it up at tonight's meeting, the individual that runs the Facebook page for the Friends of the Ridgeland Library, the link (laughs) that she has for her cause is the Madison County Library System, which is a government entity. The library is not a government entity. It's under management under the Board of Trustees and the Madison County Library System. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that the trustees of the Madison County Library System wouldn't appreciate the fact that their government website is being linked to what is being formed as a political action committee. Wow. I'm sure there's several laws that the state auditor's office and the state attorney general's office could look into on that. And, and, and they should, you know, again, this is the problem that people have with the LGBT crap and all that is that they're nothing but bullies. They're not trying. They're not trying to be fair about anything. They just want their damn way. They don't care. It goes back to what I was saying earlier. It's not a matter that they don't have a right to advocate for their position or have their materials or whatever. The bottom line is they should have the decency not to do it in the manner that they're doing it. But they want to be as nasty and as in your face as they can and then demand everybody else bow down to them because of their rights. No. Well, yeah. And, and what they don't understand is this has already been Supreme Court tested. There's a Miller test, and you can look it up, a three-pronged test as to whether or not 
information like this in a library system can be prominently displayed. Mm. And it violates all three tenets of the Miller test. Mm. So it, it's not a constitutional issue that they can, they can argue. They just really want to indoctrinate these children into the belief system that, that, that they support. Wow. Man, I'm glad you brought that to our attention and, and cleared that up because I, I was clearly under the impression that, uh, well, it was not brought out to me that this was a matter of, uh, on how they were displaying it, that they were prominently basically just putting it in the faces of kids. And I'm sure they had all the prominent colors and all that stuff to, and the moving objects to attract the kids' attention to it because that's what they do. The same well, people. Well, I mean, if you saw some of the titles that they were putting forth in there, and some of these titles are in the Madison County Public School Libraries. So it's it's not just with this library system. But the uh, the mayor, I met with me and the aldermen, and actually they're not under contract for this $100,000. The aldermen have to make the decision by September of whether or not to disperse it. And out of the goodness of their heart, the city of Ridgeland has been covering the lease on that building that they let them to use, mm-hmm. use, paying their power bill and water bill. But I read and I spoke with someone from WLBT. I understand that they raised $100,000 for this library. That's great. Yeah, and let's, your own library. Don't do it on the backs of the taxpayers. I would agree. And, and let them raise that $100,000 every year. See, they had, oh, yeah. a, they had a good thing going, but yet they want to be petulant. They want to throw their weight around. They want to be bullies. They don't want to be re- reasonable, and they don't want to support their own cause. Put your money up where your mouth is. Exactly. Keep it going, Tim. It was good to see you when I bumped into you at Walmart, and I was honored to have the chance to meet you when I was uh, coming off the Jameson Haygood show. You're a good man. All right, brother. Appreciate you so much. All All right. right. Thanks. Folks, you heard it. Let's take a break. All right, folks, we're back. It's Tuesday. Hey, I want to remind you, uh, tax time is here. Many of you will be getting your returns and... uh, you want to get that car up to speed, you need new tires, brakes, you need struts, CV boots, anything dealing with the suspension and undercarriage of your car, wheel alignments, anything like that, get it done at Rapid Tire Exchange. Those guys over there do a yeoman's work. Ken and Dave and the crew, they're constantly, again, just exceeding everybody's expectation when they drop the car off there. So stop by there and get your set of tires. Better yet, go online, rapidtireexchange.com, pick out the tires you want. And they'll have them ready for you. You can schedule your own appointment right then and there. And uh, while you're there, I want you to check out the accessories. And I went over there and bought the battery charger, the jumper. It's, man, I tell you what, it is a great value. For less than $150, you're going to get a small one. I know many of you guys, you want to keep something in your truck in case you need to jump off something. Well, I can jump it off with my truck. I can jump. Yeah, you don't want to do that all the time. Sometimes, you know, you have to park at the store and somebody says, hey, man, can you give me a jump? You suck your teeth and you don't want to be, you know. Uh, you have to just, anyway, but with this here, you can help out. And I encourage you to stop by it and get one and put it in your, keep it in your truck, in your truck bed or wherever. Uh, you'll be glad you did. I'm glad I got it. I really am. It's peace of mind. And I just, again, encourage you to do that. And I also got one of the cup holders. So I encourage you to get the cup holder. If you want to have your cell phone in there and it's not sliding all up under the seat and all that. When it's in this cup holder here, it is firm. I mean, you can actually punch buttons on there. It ain't moving, and you can turn it sideways if you want to watch videos while you're sitting there waiting on your bride to come out of the store and all that kind of stuff. It's a great, great offering. So just check out these uh, accessories they have for your car, truck, or ATV while you're over there getting your tires or your brakes or whatever else work you need done. They're located 953 Highway 80 in Clinton, Mississippi. Rapid Tire Exchange, they stand at the ready to help you. 
I commend them to you highly. So、uh, while you're over there, check out those accessories. All right. And one other thing I got from over there, I think you'll like. I got a, it's a head, I mean, it's a,、uh, it's a, a floodlight. You ever had your car go down and you had to fix a tire at night and it's dark? Well, this one here, I mean, it will light up. <laughs> it will light it up. And it's,、uh, I mean, I don't even know what the looms are, luminance on, on that thing is, but、uh, you plug it into your,、uh, your car, your cigarette lighter, and it'll reach all the way around that car. And it's just good to have. So just check out those things while you're over there. They got a lot of good common sense stuff that you need. And some of you out there, you, you like being prepared. You got that Boy Scout thing going on with you here, and you like to be prepared. You can get prepared at Rapid Tire Exchange. As they would say, come on down. All right, folks, it is an open forum. I've been trying to get to this article by, that Kingfish has published here about black flight out of the city of Jackson. It's an interesting article.、Uh, just showing, and they use,、uh, to illustrate the black flight, they illustrate the rise in the,、uh, the numbers、uh, in the outlying school districts, excuse me, not school districts, but high schools. And what you're seeing here is Jackson is losing、uh, so many students. And as somebody pointed out, Here's the thing. See, this is consistent with what I said I was going to be doing in 2022 at the beginning of the year. I said, we're taking a different approach on this here because black folks are full of crap. And when I say that, is so much of the things that we say we believe, that we say we want, doesn't work. It's never going to work, has never worked anywhere. And we can't point to any places that it's working. So there's no need to keep doing it. Other than the fact that the people who want to keep doing it this way, this is how they make their living. Well, going forward, you're not going to be able to make your living that way. We ain't got no problems with you grinding, making your money, but you can't be grinding on the legs and the backs of the people of Mississippi and the people of Jackson, be they black, white, or sky blue, green. You, you got to change. Now, your economic hustle, your business model, if you will, is changing. Now, the schools in Jackson are crap because of black leadership. Because black people spend too much time complaining, always angry, always trying to accuse somebody, want somebody to do something about something that can't be changed, like the past. Want everybody to be distracted because they won't sit back and honor your supposed notion and understanding of what happened. Oh, well, I know what y'all did at Black Wall Street. I know what you did on Fair Street. Man, don't nobody care about that. Oh, Kim, you said you don't care about what happened. That, care about the things you can make a difference in. You want everybody to be distracted because that's how you make your money. You selfish, you're selfish. I'm going to leave it at that. And we're not going to keep doing it like that. Now, Jackson Public Schools, you got all those darn PhDs down there on the board and all up and down the food chain and administration. Y'all need to start delivering. Seriously. Parents would not be leaving here but for that. But everybody's scared to say anything because this is how these people make their hustle, and we want to respect the hustle. It goes back to what I was saying. If you do what's best for the kids, everything else takes care of itself. Broken schools, broken infrastructure, broken city government, it starts taking care of itself. But what we're doing is making decisions on behalf of some old, rusty Negroes. Who need to move on. They need to get their plate at the buffet table and move and go sit down some damn where. No, they done pulled up a chair and t h e y eating at the, out of the buffet line. No. If we got to grab you by the gruff of your neck and the seat of your pants and throw you across the room, get up and keep it moving. It's enough of this stuff. 
You guys have had it good and you screwed up 60, 60 years almost of progress, supposed progress, and we have nothing to show for it. We got students graduating at, and reading at a kindergarten level, and this is okay? Bring back the Klan. I will lead the Klan. I will point them out who we want removed from the gene pool. Mark my words, write it down and spread it around and say, yeah, he said it. My name is spelled K I M W A D E. Last of the honest to God, no nonsense Negroes. Radio Strongman. You guys have messed it up. You don't deserve a second chance. And then these kids, when they leave Jackson Public Schools because the parents want them to give them a better education, and they go to Rankin and Madison County in junior high and high school, they've already been street poisoned by the Democrat ideals. Now, if you transfer your kids while they're in elementary school, they got a chance to learn how to、uh, interact and act civilized. But when you start sending them over there in the 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th grade, they're full of that Democrat crap where they got all that anger, got chips on their shoulders, think they, that they can't be taught, your kids are no longer teachable. And we keep repeating the cycle. The bottom line is, y'all ain't had nobody to talk to you the way I'm talking to you. Because everybody getting their hustle and making the long bucks don't want to rock the boat. I will rock the boat. I will blow a hole in the bottom of this boat. Y'all going to be drinking some water if I have anything to do with it. This don't make any sense. And then sitting around blaming everybody else, jumping on Asians, jumping on other. Uh, foreigners and stuff like that because you're mad at, that they're getting ahead in America. No, they're getting ahead because they done walked the hell away from the Democrat Party. That party is poison. You name me one city that's doing well under that party, period. But name me one city that's doing well under that party under black Democrats. It ain't happening. And then y'all don't want to change because this is how you get paid. And the media goes right along with you and pretends. That the problem is racism in some far off place like the corners of your darn mind that's causing your problem. And the truth of the matter is, you're corrupt, you're incompetent, and you don't give a damn about anybody but yourself. I'm just going to tell it like it is. This is why I say the counterbalance to this is for white people, white men in general, to fold their arms and button their purse. This thing will collapse in on its own within a year's time. The black community is being held up by toothpicks. And those blacks who have made it ain't going to share. Because if they were going to share, they would have shared by now. This stuff is being upheld by transfer payments and guilt ridden white folks. And when black folks finally realize we're going to have to do this on our own, Benny ain't going to help us. White folks mad at us. Yeah, we're going to have to pray back to Jesus like we did before. Yep, that's exactly what you're going to have to do. Our number is 601 879 0002. Let's take a quick break. Final few minutes of the second hour of the Kim Way Show. Folks, we keep s it real here. And the reason why, folks, listen, seriously, laying all jokes aside, all up and down the food chain, politically, economically, and across the board in this country, we're putting up with too much crap. We got all these different entities, groups, demographics, countries, Whatever. Who t h i n k they can just roll up in here and take everything we have? 
And I'm saying, no, no, hell to the no, 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 no. It's time to fight back. And the people who are born up trying to tear up are the beneficiaries of some of the most gracious people on the planet. And yet they're still not satisfied. And they're not motivated enough to get their own crap together. That's why, as much as I detest illegal immigration and the way it's happening, I got to give it to those folks that got some get up and go to make the move. You got folks who won't even leave Rolling Fork to, to better their lives. But be that as it may, we as Americans, listen, they're using our tax dollars to screw us over. They're using our tax dollars to, to buy the COVID jab to force us to commit suicide. At every turn, we see people using our graciousness, our willingness to be law-abiding against us. Well, sometimes in life, you got to show your red baboon booty. In other words, you got to show your butt. I love Jesus, but Jesus, I'll be honest with you, I want to slap somebody. Sometimes. I know that's not what you want of me. But Lord, you need to say something to him. I'm... I'm I'm on edge. I can go either way. But we're watching our country being overran by basically just bullies. These people who populate our regulatory government up and down, all these agencies. Folks, you got to remember, these are people you went to school with. You have nicknames for some of these folks who are screwing you over. The Tate Reeves of the world. The Dr. Dobbs of the world. Now they're gods. Telling us who get to live and die. Well, there was a time you'd try somebody like that on. You would. But now, what they're banking on, those who would destroy our country, those who would tear the fabric of our society apart, they're banking on the fact that we shall and forever remain law-abiding while they become more lawless and willing to do anything to keep us under the thumb. What's going to surprise the crap out of them? When they realize, hey, everybody ain't down for this. And the wild card that they have in this here, these young kids. These kids are sociopaths. Once they shut the internet off and these kids can't access TikTok and all this other crap, you're going to see a whole nother level of mental illness out here. See, that's what they're doing up there in Canada. They're shutting down the internet. They're shutting down people's access to resources and things like that. But they don't know what they've created in society. If we had a Katrina now, like we had back in 2005, whenever it was. Remember when, it was, when the power was off for weeks at a time? I remember it being so quiet. Just nothing happening. Oh, these young kids. And then it's pitch black, too. Oh, these young kids. And they, and they armed? This is why I keep trying to tell the agents of these agencies, who's going to protect your family? When you get down doing Chris Ray's bidding, Benny Thompson's bidding, and you out there kicking in my door. And they done declared martial law. They done shut power down so can't nobody communicate. What about your family? Where, where are they going to be at? You guys ain't thought this through. You had not thought it through. We've got it good here in America. We're asking you to come to your senses. And realize, hey baby. We need to rethink this. Because these kids are social. They don't. And they're young anyway. 
They feel bulletproof. They feel invincible. You're playing with fire. You think you're God and you're not. You're not even who you are. You started out in life as a, as a Boy Scout, got all the honors and everything, and you became into the government. You became a, an armed agent of the government, and now you forgot everything you, you learned, and you're going to bow down to the corrupt Chris Rays of the world. And again, I ask you, what do you have to replace it with? You know good and well, Christian patriots and rednecks are not terrorists. If it was, you'd be drawing guns on them at every t-ball game, arresting them in the name of the law. What we're going to do is take a break. We'll be back in 22 hours. We're going to see you all on the radio. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Kim Wade Show podcast. Tune in daily from 4 to 6 p.m. live on 103.9 WYAB in Jackson, Mississippi, For the live and current Kim Wade Show, you can call in at 601-879-0002. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Kim Wade Show.